I acknowledge that I live, work, and play on the traditional and unceded territory of Coast Salish peoples, specifically the Coquitlam and Kakite. Carol Albert, since establishing yourself as a smooth jazz mainstay, one of your unique trademarks has been writing and recording songs that both chronicle and express your own emotions and thoughtfully reflect upon the world around you. Carol, thank you so much for being in our jazz spotlight today. Thanks for having me, Ken. Yeah. Happy to be here. Good. You're a classically trained pianist, composer, and producer who has received an Emmy nomination for your acclaimed work composing for television. Tell us about that. Pretty cool, huh? Make you feel like you're on the right path in life, Carol? Yes, that was uh, that was uh, some time ago. I did a um, some music for a, a seven-part garden series, and um, it was all original. And um, so I just had a lot of freedom to do whatever... You know, they gave me the video, and I, I just kind of like played to the video. It was wonderful. Yeah, so it's a great experience. I'd love to do more of that. They do it a little differently now, but sometimes you still get to write to the actual, you know, um, video or the actual sequence of the of the show. Right, right. Um, tell us about how you find inspiration to write. Is it through your life experiences and others people's lives? So, it's so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be just uh, something from my personal experience. It's like that it just comes to me. Oh, you know, this is a, and the words come to me. Sorry, my dogs are barking. That's okay. Um, uh, and they're loud. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have any dog lovers on the show, um, you get There's to hear many. my dogs. There's yeah. many. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully they will subside um but personal experiences of of things i've gone through or a lot of times it's just an idea that will come to me uh just randomly like uh i'll just hear something's like oh i'm just gonna go sit down at the piano i work a lot with just my phone you know just um i go sit down at the piano and if i don't like record it right away then i I forget it it just kind of goes away as quick as it came but then if i record it then i can go back and listen say oh yeah i remember when i did that and then i can uh take a couple of pieces out of it or use the whole thing um sometimes um it's like well i you know i want to do something like this and then just to kind of start from scratch working on something so it's just all different ways yeah, nice. I listened to your album Stronger Now. Beautiful. I saw you. yesterday was just a day for me to listen to Carol Albert and that that album, I tell you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, well, that's the music. It's the magic of music, right? It's that heart connection thing. It is. It is. That's what music's about. Yeah, yeah. Um, who's your ideal musician, Carol? And uh, who would you like to collaborate with, if you could, and why? People always ask me that. You know, mm-hmm. um, and there's so many different answers. I mean, Stevie Wonder is one of my all-time heroes, but, you know, I'm not sure he ever collaborates with anyone. Um, he's Stevie. I love I love Elton John, but, you know, um, he's the same way. He, he has his people, but uh, I, I can't really answer that. I, you know, it would depend on the kind of song that it is. And, yeah. um, Fair enough. 
I do have my heroes, but um, and who might they be? I listen to Joe Sample a lot. I listen to. Um, I really like this um, guitar player uh, Jesse Cook. I listen to him once in a while, and um, I listen to all kinds of music. Michael Franks. Um, of love the early Basha stuff. Mm-hmm. When did Just, your career start, Carol? How did you? You're obviously. Um, Classically trained, of course, pianist and all of that, mm-hmm. uh, composer, producer, uh, songwriters. Um, when did your career kick off? After you graduated and stuff, or what? Well, I I, I went to college. I got a degree in piano. Yes. In classical piano. And um, I just always thought I would teach. I got a double major in uh, performance and in teaching that, Really, truly, when I graduated, my goal was to teach. Wow. And uh, that's what my dad always wanted me to do. So I thought, okay, I'm just going to teach. But all the teaching jobs I applied for, it was at a time that they weren't hiring a lot of people, and I didn't get them. And Mm. so it's like, oh, well. And so then I got some calls uh, through uh, a friend of mine that referred me to an agent that was looking for a, a piano player doing pop music. Uh, Can you do this? I was like, well, I always said yes and then freaked out later. And so I said (laughs) yes. And then I freaked out. It's like, oh my gosh, what? And then I'm, you know, rattling through books, trying to, you know, pulling out pop tunes. And um, so that's how I started. I just kept getting calls and I never did go teach in the uh, public school system. I did uh, teach some in some private schools and did a lot of you know, private piano lessons and all, I did some other, more on a contract basis, always, if I would get, like, if it would get slow, I'd always go create a job somewhere at some private school, like a, you know, group recorder mm-hmm. session, uh, create kind of a class. But um, I uh, I just kept going. I never really looked back. I'm sure you're a mentor to many. What? I'm sure you're a mentor to many. You know, I, I, I have students that have, you know, have come and joined my Instagram and my Facebook page and, and follow me. It's kind of fun. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I have some students that are very successful at the, you know, have a dentist and, and she likes to follow me. She was, re- she was always a really good pianist and she, you know, she could have been, you know, in Juilliard, but she, you know. Did something practical, and I uh, hope she still plays. I haven't talked to her, but just I have a lot of students just through the years, you know. Yeah, that must be satisfying for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's talk about your latest album, Magic Mirror. Uh, mm-hmm. It has what three top five Billboard uh, hits to date. Uh, must feel pretty good. It does. It feels awesome. I've got a new single, Soul Ipanema, from the album. And um, it's, um, you know, it's doing, it's doing well. It's early in the promotion, but um, it's uh, being played on some different, you know, stations across yeah. the globe. Yeah, that's exciting. It is. It's yeah. very exciting. So, hey, let's take a minute. Let's listen to a tune from Carol Albert's latest album, Magic Mirror.
Carol Alberts in our jazz spotlight today. Carol, you've been quoted as saying, I have gigged basically every week of my life. How have you found the balance of being a mom and a wife as well as a musician and a performer? I, you know, I've always, I've always been the balancer. Um, and it's kind of nice. I think that having always, someone always said, if you want to get something done, ask a busy person. Mm. And uh, so when I had too much time on my hands, like during COVID, I really was not productive because I just didn't have, you know, all of those deadlines and time constraints. And I know a lot of people were, but um, I am much more productive when I have to like really schedule my time. And I have, uh, you know, kids that have to be at a, at a soccer game or, you know, something or a school or whatever. And, you know, I have to get babysitters. Uh, I worked at night for the longest time uh, for years and years. I'd work six nights a week. And then, wow. and, and I was also a runner. I would try, I was training to, um, to do 10 Ks. I did 10 Ks and then I trained for a, a marathon. I did three marathons. So I, really was, I was just, I was just on a schedule. It's like, okay, at this time I do this at this time. I, do. I I was more disciplined then than I am now. Actually, I'm just lost a little bit of that discipline, but I'm, I just needed to relax a little bit too. You know, of course. Yeah. Sounds like a multitasker, <laughs> the multitasker goal setter. Are you? Sounds I like. do. I, I set goals and that has um, worked for me, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, as a mom, I mean, come on. Moms are multitaskers. You're doing a million things, right? Right. All the time. Then you had your career as well. And now you're telling us that you're also a, we're a runner and you're doing marathons. I mean, talk about a full life. But maybe that's what motivates you, Carol. That's what it is, right? You said, give me something to do and I'm good. I'm on. Yeah, it's true. Well, I quit running marathons uh, a few years back, but now I do yoga. Um, yeah. Get out and do some gardening once in a while. I love gardening. Um, so um, my uh, husband actually passed away in 2014, mm. which is why I uh, launched kind of recording again. I've taken a little bit of time off of recording and decided to really uh, launched back into writing and recording. And so that was 2015. I did a, a, a Christmas CD. And so since then, I've done um, four albums or five. Yeah. So I'm working on a new one right now. Are you? Mm-hmm. That's good. Well, I'm sure, I mean, a life-changing, tragic, you know, a life-changing event like that would it sounds like it, you know, uh, it pushed you and drove you into, you know, connect with your feelings and stuff, and that's why you got creative and did all the writing. And then after that, right? I mean, I think about Flyaway Butterfly, you know, st- you know, um, wow, yeah, powerful stuff. Well, um, I think like most writers that I've really read about are prompted by something, you know, to. Uh, the songs that really matter to them mm-hmm. and songs that register with other people like Wayne Shorter. Um, you know, I, did you watch the uh, series on Wayne Shorter? He was mm-hmm. a very um, interesting uh, saxophone player, but he had a lot of tragedy in his life, but he was always writing. And I think that, that it keeps, you know, it keeps us um, moving forward. It keeps us going through instead of, 
you know, again, setting goals, to working towards something, you know, having purpose and meaning in life. Yeah. I think that's uh, important for all of us to have some purpose. And I really felt like, you know, it was my purpose in life. Yeah. So you we're know? lucky to have you doing your purpose. That's for sure, Carol. <laughs> hey, question. What would you want to be if you weren't a musician? I've always been a musician. I, I don't know. It's never been an option to be anything else. Mm. Yeah, you got, you got some major roles in your life, right? Wife, mom, <laughs> musician, you know, pretty big roles. Yeah. Uh, do you have any other hobbies? You mentioned gardening. Do you have any other hobbies or interests outside of music? Uh, I do have other interests. I um, I like to go hiking. I um, like to um, connect with my friends. When I can, time to time, it's not really a hobby, but it's an it's an effort to get out and connect with your friends. Absolutely, these days, you know, especially when you're on a walk. You know, when you're walking and talking, and it's nice. Yeah, and um, I um, I like to read. Uh, I don't read that often, but when I get a book, I li- I read it cover to cover. So I kind of have to to space it out, or else I I would be reading all the time because mm. I can put it down. <laughs> Fiction or nonfiction, or both? I've done both. I, I read both. Um, and uh, uh, I've had a lot of different hobbies, you know, through the years. Yeah. I like to work with my hands. I like to do crafts. It's the creative part again. It is. Yeah. So um, is there anything you haven't accomplished, Carol, that you'd like to like accomplish? Like maybe I'm thinking about maybe scoring a movie you know, something like that. I would love to score a movie. Uh, that would be a wonderful thing to do. Yeah, yeah. What's, uh, next, what's next for Carol Albert? I'm working on uh, some new music. I'm working on uh, an album for myself, but I'm also writing some music for some other artists. Oh. And um, doing a show with Reagan Whiteside and Paula Atherton in November. And I'm writing a song for us to do uh, together. And um, I could leak the title, but I won't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you when we're off the air. Um, and, uh, you know, thinking about, I just played a little thing this morning. My friends, Reagan and Dennis, they have two small children. They're very, very good friends of mine. He's her producer and she's the flute player. And so, they were talking about Christmas music, and I said, well, you know, doing an original is is kind of tough. But then I sat down this morning and played a little tune that I thought, hey, you know, we could turn this around and have Reagan's kids sing on it and oh. sing background kid vocals, and she can play the flute, and this would make a nice little original Christmas tune. So um, I'm always thinking ahead in terms of, like, what this would be good for, and I write all different kinds of music. And um, some of it's more classical, some of it's more funky, and some of it's, like Reagan said, well, I want a funky tune, like, on my way. And so one night I was, I dreamed of a song, but I was just too tired to get up and and play it. So then I forgot it the next morning. But it would come back to me if it was important. But um, so I just like to keep moving forward. You are you one of those writers like Alan Jackson, example, the singer, country singer. He talked about waking up in the middle of the night and a line comes to mind, and he would reach over and grab a pencil and write it down, and then go back to sleep. 
And then the next I've day, done that. have you done that? I have done that. And then I, um, that's, that's really good when I can do that. I force myself actually to get up and walk down to the piano and play something on the piano. But sometimes it's just like, uh, I'm just too tired. I'll remember this in the morning and then, you know, I don't. So, <laughs> but I've done that before. Yeah. Yeah. It seems to work for some. Yeah. I, my brain sort of solves problems at night when I was in, uh, when I was in school, I was taking this horrible math course and, um, I had to have it to graduate algebra and, um, Ouch. yeah, it was. And then I was like failing like the first, you know, however many weeks. And I went to the professor and I said, I've got to pass this class. I can't, you know, I just can't come back to school. I've got to get out. Mm-hmm. This is, this is the last thing I need. <laughs> and I said, what, what can I do? She said, well, come to my office and we'll uh, show you how, how to do this, how to work with that. And so then I, I did everything she said. I did my homework every day and I got an A in the class, but I would actually think about the problems at night. I would like solve the problems. And it's like, okay, well, I, I'm glad I, that class was over. So, so I could sleep, you know, yeah. because I was constantly solving these problems at night. So anyway. Well, yeah. Your subconscious mind's 24 seven. It's always, it's a constant problem solver mm-hmm. and it worked for you too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you got some exciting things happening in your world, being creative, new music coming out, Christmas tune, perhaps with your friends. It's all cool. Um, yeah. We're going to do this part of the show now, Carol, where I'm going to start a sentence. It's called sentence completion. So okay. I'm going to start a sentence and I don't want you to even think about it. Just the okay. first thing that comes to mind. Okay. okay? You ready? Yeah. Okay. Ready? And I have always been glad that I've had the ability to... To be uh, active and healthy and and walking and running and hiking. My best friend would describe me as a person who is... Driven. Uh, Yeah, I think so. (laughs) And thirdly, one thing my teachers liked about me is that I... I was a good student. Good student. Good job. She has released nine albums, headlined on tours worldwide. She is Carol Albert. Carol, thank you so much for your time today and being in our jazz spotlight. Thank you so much. Thanks for your time and keep smiling. Okay. Thanks, Ken.